Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Kathy Burns. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks very much for having me. I always wanted to say that. That's so funny. Yes. <laughs> um, my name's Kathy. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner in GU Medical Oncology at City of Hope uh, Comprehensive Cancer Center outside of Los Angeles, California. Awesome. So you just uh, presented a session um, called What I Tell My Patients on Prostate Cancer. Would you like to tell us uh, what you talked about in the session? Sure, sure. Uh, the Research to Practice group has done this program in conjunction with ONS Congress for almost 15 years, and it's always a very interesting and conversational program. Uh, they, it's a panel discussion, uh, two, two medical oncologists and two nurse practitioners who specialize in GU medical oncology, and they actually do multiple diagnoses. Um, this one happened to be prostate, and it gives us a chance to um, educate about treating prostate cancer patients present some data, as well as the nurse practitioners get the opportunity to kind of tell some stories of patients who fit those categories and how they managed with their treatment or despite their treatment. Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe you are focusing on uh, the patient stories aspect of Yeah. So my job, I had a couple of patient examples, I had three patient examples to present based on some changes in data that we've seen. Um, uh, one was sort of an early stage patient. You know, the theme in prostate cancer this year is sort of intensification or de-intensification of treatment. So how do we add multiple drugs to others? And or, or I guess what I should say is how do we identify patients that are higher risk for recurrence who may need intensification of treatment? And how, we, how do we manage them through those symptoms? So right. one was a sort of a early diagnosis just after prostatectomy, and one was more of a middle diagnosis with a PARP inhibitor, which is sort of a newer agent that we've taken from breast cancer and moved to prostate cancer. And the other one was a more advanced cancer patient who's on a new agent called lutetium. Mm -hmm. Have there been any updates in either um, treatment strategies or nurse, I'm sure there are, any there uh, are. nursing management strategies, I would that, say? So as far as treatment strategies goes, that, that's what has become so interesting is we sat in a planning meeting about 20 minutes before we went on and there was literally data from AUA oh, that wow. we were talking about to incorporate. Mm -hmm. in, um, and uh, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, incredibly current. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I've, I've done this program for him a few times and it's really, it's important for us to really bring it down to the patient level. What can nurses do as advocates? And uh, it's... It's always a nice conversational group. Definitely. Yeah. So you mentioned what nurses can do as advocates. What are what would you say were the take-home messages from um, You know, I think one thing that I talked about during the program is um, the the challenge of nurses to stay on top of new technology, new treatments, new testing. So with specifically with the PARP inhibitors, the the science behind genomic and genetic testing can be super complicated and I think it's our role to try and explain it to patients in very simple terms. So mm -hmm. what I kind of ex expressed on that topic is um, uh, here how we explain it, which actually took probably five or ten minutes and develop sort of a one minute elevator speech on how you can explain that to a patient. Mm -hmm. Why PARP? What does this, this alphabet soup of mutations mean and what does it mean in terms of treatment? Right. Um, anything else about you know, prostate cancer management you'd like to share with nurses who aren't in attendance today? Yeah, I think um, 
Prostate cancer is a rapidly growing field, mm -hmm. and it's the um, highest incidence of cancer in men. So my suggestion is it's gonna be a population um, that most of us are gonna have um, interaction with and to learn the basics of um, the mainstays of treatment plus some of these newer age. Crop inhibitors, do they have to be BRCA1 or BRCA2? So there are three PARP inhibitors for prostate cancer, and one of the studies that just came out was two days ago, I think, and it's, they're breaking it down. Um, some of them have efficacy just for BRCA1, BRCA2. Um, there's a group of like 13 mutations. They're called HRR mutations, and BRCA1 and 2 are the most responsive. So they're, they're using them in different types of prostate cancer scenarios, meaning early stage or later stage, and based on their specific mutation. So it depends on the drug. Got it. As well. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for joining today and sharing all of this. <laughs>